listening to the cream of the crop with Cat's Cream. Only on 107.9 Cam Glen Radio. Meow. Yes, hello, and you are listening to another edition of Cat's Cream. I'm your host, Cat Gibson, here on Cam Glen Radio right through until one o'clock. On today's show, I'm going to be talking to Liz Allen, continuing on our series of phenomenal women. This time, we're off to much warmer climes into the heart of Africa with the White Queen of Okoyong, Mary Slaser, and you'll hear why she is celebrated on the £10 note. Also, the first of my Christmas Eve features, I'm going to be talking to Kathleen Blake of the Medieval Babes and their album called Midwinter, as well as some fantastic new music. So let's get started with all of the great things that we've got coming up on today's show. We've got music from the likes of Take That, Jesse Weir, Callum McPhail, Ella Henderson and much, much more. And we've also got a special tribute because, of course, uh, Sean McGowan of The Pogues died last week. So I'll be playing one of their tracks too. So to kick off today, we're going to do with the oldest boy band. They're back with a brand new album and a national tour. It is, of course, Take That, where Gary, Mark and Howard are going to continue on as a threesome. And it was really interesting watching the BBC Radio 2 in concert where Howard was actually singing some of the leads and I thought, I didn't actually, I didn't recognise his voice. I've got to be honest, I'm not sure if he's ever sang leads on their tracks before, but it was great to see him taking front stage. This is, of course, their brand new track. It is so summery and upbeat. This is This Life. Well, it would be if I'd got that right. Hold on, let's go and try and see if we can do that again. Good grief. Yeah, mate, I thought I'd be able to have done this. Go and get the kettle on while we listen along to this. We're going to start with brand new music, this time from Airdrie-born folk musician Katie McFarlane. And she's got a brand new album out called Anian Shutra. An Enchanted Girl in Gaelic. And this track is called Gav Me Mullard. I hope I have pronounced that right, but my appalling Glaswegian Gaelic is probably going to let us down here. So it is called Gav Me Mullard. Right, got it sorted now. Here we go. Take that, this life. Yeah. 
Everybody wants to be a cat. You are listening to Cat Scream on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. Just take those old records off the shelf. I sit and listen to them by myself. Today's music ain't got the same soul. I like that old time rock and roll. Don't try and take me to a disco. You'll never even get me out on the floor. In ten minutes, I'll be eight of the door. I like that old time rock and roll. kind of music just soothes the soul I reminisce about the days of old With that old time rock and roll I'd rather hear them blues or funky old soul There's only one sure way to get me to go Stop playing old time rock and roll Call me a relic, call me what you will Say I'm old fashioned and I'm over the hill Today's music ain't got the same soul I like that old time rock and roll Still like that old time rock and roll The kind of music just soothes the soul I reminisce about the days of old With that old time rock and roll Still like that old time rock and roll The kind of music just soothes the soul I reminisce about the days of old With that old time rock and roll There you go, that was Sean Finlay and Adam Smith with their cover of the Bob Seger old-time rock and roll. I hope it's Bob Seger, I'm sure it is. And before that, you've heard from the boy band Take That, their brand new track, it's called This Life. Coming up next then, we have got the amazing super mum, it's Jessie Ware, mother of three, brand new album out, and this is the fourth single from the album. And it is such a laid-back, sort of chill-out track, it's called Hello Love. Wrong time. 
Andy Cat's cream. 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. Most of my glass trying to sweat Far away from here Don't know a path to choose But I'll hope you'll be near I want to know The thoughts inside your head And I want to know But I'm in the dark instead go that was a brand new track from Callum McPhail he is of Horo fame so he's had uh, quite a few albums out with Horo I interviewed them a couple of years ago they've won awards at the Natrads and this is his solo solo effort if you like and that track is called Lost before that you heard of course from Jesse Ware with Hello Love I just think that's a great track so easy listening and laid back still to come on today's show then we have got the interview that I did with Liz Allen all about Mary Slessor and in the second hour we're going to be talking to Kathleen Blake all about 
the Medieval Babes and their track called Midwinter. It's a brand new album. So it's very sort of... It very sort of cad finally feel about it, I think, is the best way of describing it. It does sound incredible. I mean, I grew up singing in choirs and stuff, and I absolutely loved it. The last couple of people that I've spoken to when I've been talking about this, I've just been thinking, oh my goodness me, I miss being part of that. And normally on the run up to Christmas, I'd have been doing rehearsals and getting prepped for Christmas concerts and I'm not doing it this year. And while I've quite enjoyed having a bit more time to sit and watch all the Hallmarky films and things, part of me is missing getting out there and giving it, you know, some welly in some of the top lines. Uh, we've got this track next. It's called The Rest of Our Days. It's with Ella Henderson and Kian Ducrup. And this is their track. <laughs> I know that this year's been a hell of a ride Struggling, lonely and broken inside I missed all my family, I missed all my friends But this Christmas Eve's only good times ahead So raise a glass and don't look back Cause tonight is a night that we'll never forget Years are gone, go by and things are gonna change When we're together, this love stays the same morning passed out in the snow so raise a glass and don't look back cause this Christmas is one we'll never forget years are gonna go by and things are gonna change when we're together this love stays the same Ever-increasing costs, times are tricky for everyone and we know that some residents in Cam Glen might be facing another difficult Christmas. Do you know a local family needing support with Christmas gifts for their kids? Or perhaps an older isolated person who's unlikely to receive any presents? Or perhaps you or your family need this support? Go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Christmas 2023 to fill out a gift request form and we'll be in touch. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. 
This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. So just before the break there, you heard brand new track from Ella Henderson and Kian Ducker. Now, this is, coming up next, we've got our presenter pick. This is from Music is the Key of Life with Brian Byrne on a Friday night between 6 and 8, right here in Cam Glen Radio. He has picked this track. It's called Kevin McDermott is the artist and Luke is coming to say goodbye.
there you go. That was Kevin McDermott. Look who's come to say goodbye. If you like that, make sure you're listening to Brian Byrne Friday night right here on Cam Glen Radio. Now we are going to go and do, we'll do this track next and then I'm going to go and do the interview with Liz Allen and we'll do our community announcements. So of course we heard the sad news earlier on in the week about Shane McGowan having passed away after being ill for quite a long time. I think we can all safely accept that that Shane McGowan has led quite a colourful life as the leader of the Pogues. And this is his track from 1985. This is Dirty Old Town. Girl 
by the factory wall Dirty old town Dirty old town Dirty old town Dirty old town There you go, that was Dirty Old Town by The Pogues, which is really, believe it or not, quite apt for where we start with the story of Mary Slicer, which we will do in just a couple of minutes, but let's do the community announcements first. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. So, NHS Scotland is running an online course about understanding your own trauma to help improve your overall health and well-being. It's created by experts in trauma and recovery. To access the course, go to innerplace.co.uk and use the code TARTAN to make the course free. Universal Connections Hamilton hold LGBTI plus groups every Friday night in their Hamilton premises and Woodside Walk. The group is for young people aged between 12 and 16 and runs between 5 and 7.15pm. And the 16 to 25 age group runs from 6.45 to 9 o'clock. For more information, contact 01698 456-680 and finally here at number 18 Mrs Kloss is going to be hosting some holly jolly fun on Friday the 15th of December at half past 11 to half past 12 so expect a fun filled session with an interactive tale from the North Pole songs, dancing and a whole lot of festive fun for you and your cheeky little elves to book go to healthyandhappy.org.uk or contact 0141 646 0123 and that is all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. Now what I'm going to do is take you to start off with to the slums of Dundee and then we're going to much warmer climbs into the middle of Africa on the western coast. So let's go and listen to the story that I, when I was talking to Liz Allen, all about Mary Slicer. Carrying on with our series of Phenomenal Women, this time I think this was a real dose of nostalgia. I suddenly had visions of the Sunday school prize giving, getting handed out the book about Mary Slessor and David Livingston and Gladys Aylward and Amy Carmichael. And I suddenly thought, oh my goodness me, we're away down a, a very nostalgic road today. And then it just so happened that it tied in very nicely when I spoke to Betty Robinson, who was working in India, who was just retired. Well, she's retired 20-odd years, but, you know, it's like mission work is still going on, and I think the next generation really won't have very much of a clue who Mary Slessor is or why she was important or, indeed, why she's on our £10 note. Well, what an introduction. Do we have enough time for a mini-series? Oh. This is a woman that many of us, as Kat rightly says, of a certain age, will know the name, the White Queen of Africa. And you know, when I started to look at her life, her attitudes, and above all, her energy, you realise the phrase force of nature applies to Mary Slessor. So in the spirit of humility, I'm going to take a look at her life. And let's hope you all enjoy it. Mary Slessor was born in December, which is why we chose her for this month. And she was actually born in Aberdeenshire. Her father, Robert, at that time was a shoemaker. And her mother, Mary, was always very religious. 
Now, the dark side as so often shows itself in Scotsman, and Robert was also an alcoholic. He couldn't hold down the job as a shoemaker, he was too unreliable. So the family moved to the growing city of Dundee, and the idea was that they could get work in the ever-growing industries, including, of course, the jute mills. So that's where the family moved to, and those were the early formative years for Mary and her brothers and sisters. Very poor upbringing, humbling to read that the family all lived together in a one-room house in the slums of Dundee. This wee girl, as well as the poverty, had such a troubled father and the alcoholism took hold. And her mother, I think, kept the family together through her faith, believing there would be a better path for those who followed the words of the Bible. By the time she was 14, one of many humbling pieces of news, she worked six in the morning till six at night, and she, by that time, was a very skilled jute worker. And in an echo of the early years of David Livingston, she also had access to education through working in the mill. She had specific time every day for learning and the time to be working. And when she was working, also in an echo of Livingston, she propped up the book on top of her working machine. Now, as well as these long days, when she came home at night, she was involved in very active Christian work in her area, really inspired by her mother, who would read her the missionary record newspaper at home and would take her along to the Wishart Church. Now, the Wishart Church was known locally as Heaven and Hell, and the reason, Cat was that the church was on the first floor and the pub was on the ground floor. So, age 27, this red-haired, blue-eyed, formidable, formidable woman began to spread her missionary work in Dundee. And one anecdote is that at a certain stage, she was surrounded by yobs while she was trying to do her good works. And she wouldn't budge even when they started to swing a heavy metal machine thing near her head and she just wouldn't budge and she gained their respect. So I think that strength of character, even to the point of risking her own personal safety, was there from these early days. I think you need to really see how much she felt she could be the next Livingston. And this is what she wrote... David Livingston was a Scot, just like me. He was the second oldest of seven children, just like me. He had been poor, just like me. And he have even worked in a textile mill for many years, just like me. Then why cannot I be a missionary, just like him? Yes, go to Africa, just like him. She found herself applying for mission work. She wasn't really the the class, basically, of who they usually accepted. But, yes, she went through their hoops and was finally on her way to Calabar in Western Africa, the area we would now know as Nigeria. Very stormy seas on the way, but 
from this stage, she's already showing just her confidence and her determination. Lovely words that were said to her. The young officer, as she was on the ship sailing across the Bay of Biscay, said to her, you know, Miss Lesser, I hope you'll be all right. I hope you'll survive this stormy sea. And Mary said, well, God needn't send me all this way just to drown me in your silly old ship. So she arrived. Now, this was a young woman determined to do her best. And the missionaries who were already there really were rather shocked by Mary. She was unconventional, she was determined, she certainly was not your lady type at all. And she was proud of that. She was going to do things her own way. And she wanted, really, to be away from the mission centre. That wasn't her belief in doing her action for God. So she went into the remote areas. And I think, Kat, we can both agree just how brave she was. They were terrifying places. Though many folk think that they were more terrifying because of their experience of slavery and their experience of exploitation by the traders who had been there for the last few generations. So into these remote areas went our Mary. Her strong, forceful character is spoken about in many of the reports about her, and just a a manner and a zeal to help ordinary people all around the Calabar region. And of course, she saved so many people who were the victims of some of these very nasty ideas. Yeah, the dark practices of the twins and the poison, taking the poison to prove your innocence and the boiling oil and all of these sort of very barbaric, to us, barbaric practices. And they were practices that she decided to challenge And she went right in front of the people who were about to kill the servants of the king. She rescued the twins. The belief was that the twins were going to bring evil into the village. Therefore, they had to be killed. Mary would not allow that to happen. So wherever possible, she rescued the twins. She adopted other abandoned children and lived a native life Mm -hmm. and for all the, the amount that she comes to love the people of the Efik people in particular, in her letters she's still showing such love and devotion to her family back in Scotland. Her father and two brothers, no doubt due to the terrible living and working conditions, had all died of pneumonia. She still has her mother and her two sisters and she writes to them all the time and she sends them as much money from her meagre pay to help them in Dundee. In fact, she feels very much the loss when she loses her mother and her sisters because in a very human way, she says here, there's now no one to write to and tell my stories and my nonsense to. And I think she comes to adopt those folk in the Calabar region as her family. Later on, when she comes back to Scotland for a respite due to the malaria attacks that she suffers from, she even finds it difficult to speak English because she's so much involved in that world. Here are her words again. 
Heaven is nearer to me than Britain, and no one will worry about me if I go up country. In fact, of course, if she goes on risking her life and her health year after school version. From Farm Cross to Fern Hill, from High Cross Hill to Halfway, and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio, one hundred seven point nine FM, your local station. Merry Christmas from all of us at Rutherglen and Canvas Lang Food Bank. In this season of giving and joy, our community faces a challenging reality. This year, demand for our support has risen by 49%. Meanwhile, donations have fallen by 57%, impacted by poverty and inflation. The need is greater than ever. We urgently require an extra 80,000 tonnes of food to maintain our stocks at last year's level. You can make a difference. Please donate at all the usual points. Plus, our food bank warehouse at Rutherland Exchange will be open for donations from 10 till 12 every Monday, Wednesday and Friday throughout December. For more information or to lend a helping hand, call us on 07393737030. Thank you for your generosity. Right, so we're now going to join the second half of the interview that I did with Liz Allen all about Mary Slaser. So this takes a, a moving slightly on, and this is the bit that's not covered in the children's version of Mary Slaser's life, and it is all about the possible romance. Never <laughs> they never mentioned Charles Morrison. I, I was shocked about this. Well, the story was that he was a missionary. Uh, he was 18 years younger than Mary, but there was a romance. There are the letters to prove it. And the romance was so well on, in fact, that they were unofficially engaged. Mm-hmm. Now, the folk in the mission centre, I think, regarded this all a bit shocking. And it certainly seems to have been a surprise to everyone in the area that Mary, in top of all her workload, could find a time for a romance with Charles Morrison. But that went on. But then, of course, the crunch time came because Charles Morrison was willing to work with Mary up country. However... The missionary controlling folk were not happy about it. So they applied to work together up country in the region and permission was refused. And Mary, no nonsense Mary, here are her words. Well I could not leave my work for such a reason. It's absurd. If God doesn't send Charles up here then he must do his work and I must do mine where we have been placed. In other words, her work and her dedication to her people of Nigeria was ahead of a personal happiness. I would like to tell you there was a happy ending for Charles Morrison, but there wasn't. He went over to America. He was already in ill health and he sadly passed away as a young man. Mary, being of sterner stuff, worked away and worked away with her ever-growing family of abandoned children, but also becoming more and more vital to the government in the area because she was now almost by accident fluent in the native languages 
She was a diplomat. She could solve things. She could ease trade dispute. And lo and behold, our Mary Slessor becomes the first woman magistrate in the British Empire. She she's very important. Now, this of course means that she has to attend formal meetings and even dress a bit better. Which she puts on shoes and she doesn't even have any decent clothes. So she just wears a dressing gown to one event. I mean they must have thought, where has this wild woman come from? (laughs) And she was. The toil and the work of course, you're not a machine and she does her best. Later on, her energies are zapped by recurrent bouts of malaria and she is sent, in effect, a kind of tricycle out from Britain to help her move around and then also in her later years she receives something that she calls an Enan Ukwak which is actually an iron cow. Now, what do you think would help her get about in the jungle that you would call an iron cow? I won't leave dead air on the radio. A bicycle, a bicycle. It's a bicycle. And she says, fancy me, an old woman like me, riding a bicycle. She also becomes an expert in laying cement floors. Because she says, you know, I can do the floors very easily. It keeps the awful driver ants at bay. I just mix the cement powder and stir it in like porridge. Mm -hmm. There you are. Nothing is going to stop her. Nothing is going to stand in her way. A very, very outspoken woman who even decides to challenge the Bible at one point. Because Paul, the disciple Paul, has views that have been discussed for hundreds of years about the place of women in the church. church. And Mary reads this and decides that's not her view. And she writes, after reading one of these bits from Paul's writings, she says, na na, Paul laddie, that'll no do. And that was a woman who would take on even the disciple Paul in the cause of equality and in the cause of her view of what missionary work should be. It was about helping the people and really to the point where she became one of the people. Mm -hmm. And it has been eye-opening just to see how much work she did and how much she devoted her life to those folk. Yeah, incredible, absolutely incredible. I thoroughly enjoyed learning all about Mary Slayer. And like I said, it was a, a trip down nostalgia lane because I did know a fair amount about Mary Slayer. Obviously, the child version of Mary Slayer's life. Yeah. Now, the thing is, she's remembered very much in Nigeria. Yes. There are, of course, the schools, the roads, the statue. A great respect because in many ways she had the more modern approach. I mean, as she was approaching the area for the first time, can you imagine how frightening it must have been? Because not only were you going into this the dark continent, she was actually going past the pens, the cages that were still there from the days of slavery. Mm-hmm. I mean, terrifying place, the white man's grave and all these things. And she was going to change things. 
I wondered if you and our listeners would like to know about the football connection. Okay, what's the football connection? I'm glad you asked that, Kat. Well, the football connection is that Mary wasn't just going to improve the living conditions. She wanted to make a future for the folk in that area. Her belief was education. That's the way forward. So she was the driving force behind what became a historic citadel of learning. In 1895, there was a training institute that began in the Calabar area. It was called the Hope Waddle Training Institute. It was for industrial training and grew and grew. In fact, at its height, there were 2,000 pupils, many of whom went on to lead really important and valuable lives in developing these areas. Now, to get to the football connection, one of the early teachers, very early, who probably met Mary Slessor in the Institute was the Reverend James Luke, also from Dundee. Now, James Luke, on his world travels, had included um, South America and other parts of the world. And when he arrived to teach the boys and the girls at the school, he introduced football onto the timetable. This was a huge success. And the football really became one of the most important joys of the pupils in the Institute to the point where they felt good enough to field a Nigerian football team in 1904. And they played, well, we'll call it an international, will we? And it was the Waddle Training Institute versus a football team from Britain. Now, I like to think it was against a Scottish football team because it was against a Navy ship. And the Navy ship was HMS Thistle which must have had a few Scottish players in their team. I don't know whether it's sad or just nice to know that the team from the Hope Waddle Training Institute beat HMS Thistle 3-2. And Nigeria, of course, has gone on to be one of the great teams of Africa And I think we can definitely say that Mary Slessor laid the foundations for the training of many folk and also for the the discovery in Nigeria of the joys of playing football. So that wasn't mentioned in my books as a wee girl, but I'm sure that would have given her great pride. Yeah, that might have been quite an interesting part to have added into the missionary story, at least to make it a little bit more accessible for the boys maybe, because you're, you're hearing all about the White Queen and saving the twins and standing up to the chief who's trying to, you know, he's not well and she's trying to get him to take the medicine and all of this sort of thing. She was an incredible woman. It was really interesting to learn all about Mary Slessor and like I said, not something that I think the next generation will know very much about because I think she's there's a Mary Slessor Gardens in Dundee, yes, which is right on the waterfront, mm-hmm. but there isn't a statue of Mary and there is no mention of who Mary Slessor is. I think we've got this discussion now and it's needed about what these people thought they would do, and you know. Hope Waddle, the man originally, before the Institute, and Mary, I think they believed that they were there almost to fix the damage that some of the earlier white folk had done Mm. because they believed that the traders, and especially the slave traders, 
had really corrupted the native people and they were trying to say, well, we're all not all like them and we are here to show you a better path. But most of all, we want to target the next generation who will not be facing the slavery, who will not consider the terrible, terrible cruelties that there were to each other, but not maybe believing that they had all the answers. Mm -hmm. Because she didn't convert many people, but she did show a great Christian example of decency and kindness and love. Mm -hmm. And she lived that for all these years and was far more determined and far more real than this kind of goody-goody white queen idea. Yeah, I think she deserves to be better known, definitely. And what's the music for this? Oh, well, now, I'm sure you would have done the same. I had to go down the route of twins, didn't I, with the Mary Slessor connections. So how about the Proclaimers, Charles and Craig Reed? And, you know, there's one song that's got one line that would sum up Mary Slessor. And the line from the Proclaimers is, I'll do my best to do the best I can. And that was Mary Slessor. And the song is, I'm on my way. Last album we did mid- midwinter, it was... Oh, I'm on my way from misery to happiness to be. From misery to happiness to be uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm on my way To what I want from this world And here's from now You'll make it to the next world And everything That you receive up yonder Is what you give To me the day I wonder I took a right I took a right Turn against the Let me to your front door And now the 
That was the Proclaimers with I'm On My Way. My thanks again to Liz Allen talking to us all about the amazing work of Mary Slessor. Now, I have been watching the good series or the series Good Ship Murder that has been on Channel 5. I, I didn't watch it every Friday night, but I did watch it as a, like a binge session, basically one after the other. So if you haven't seen it, basically it's a cruise ship. They're sailing round the Mediterranean it is glorious sunshine, it is beautiful cities, and of course, a murder takes place. So the lead guy in it, Jack Grayling, is played by X Factor winner Shane Ward and Catherine Tinsley of Cupcake Tobacco earlier in the summer. Remember, there was a whole thing about she wanted 100 cupcakes for her 40th and said we can pay you in social media and the girl went, mm, thanks very much, but I'd rather get the money for it. So, there was all of that. Anyway, there's this boat that sails round. They have murders on it. And I actually, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it did for cruising what Midsummer's did for the wee English village. This is Shane Ward, and that's my goal. story You know why I'm standing here Tonight Please don't go Don't be in a hurry I'm here to make it clear Make it right Well I know I've acted foolish But I promise you no more I finally found that something worth reaching for I'm not here to say I'm sorry I'm not here to lie to you I'm here to say I'm ready that I finally thought it through I'm not here to let your love go I'm not giving up oh
There you go. That was Shane Ward there with That's My Goal. And he is currently uh, acting in The Good Ship Murder that's on Channel 5. And you can catch it again on My 5. Joining me now in the studio is Graham. Hello there, Graham. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Thanks, Kat. How are you? So tell us all about Saturday night. What was happening? We had the Yenitronic dance night in number 18. Mm-hmm. So this was actually the first time ever we have done anything like this before in number 18 and it actually made history. Great. And uh, was it good fun? Did you enjoy it? It was actually great fun and it actually made history for the whole Cam Glen Radio. Excellent. Right, so we're going to do the weather. Are we ready to do that? Yep. Cam Glen Radio. Weather. And looking at today's weather, uh, it's going to be dry but quite cold. The temperature today will be no more than two Celsius. And tonight is going to be a wee bit of light rain as well. Looking at the weather for tomorrow, um, it's going to be a dry most of the day, but they're forecasting some kind of heavy rain as well. So the sunset, sunrise was at 08.32 this morning, and the sunset today will be at 15.45. Excellent, well done Graham. Thank you very much for that What's happening on Saturday then? This Saturday I'm going to play a kind of mixed of music From the 80s right up till today About a dance, pop and b Playing the best music that I've played this year Excellent On my show on a Saturday night at Cam Glen So that's what I'm doing for the And the next track, is that yours, Alan Clark? Yeah So we're doing Alan Clark and this is Foxy Lady Here we go A bird. 
Clark Foxy Lady, if you like that, make sure you're listening to Graham's GMS show Saturday night, right here on Cam Glenn Radio between 7 and 9. We are now going to do some brand new music again. This time it is from the Foo Fighters. This is their track called The Glass. I had a vision of you and just like that
to Fern Hill, from High Cross Hill to Halfway, and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM, your local station. So from the Foo Fighters to five uh, artists who've all combined from across a number of different continents and different genres, this is Gates of Light and this is their new track. It's called Make It Real.
there you go that was the gates of light and make it real now we're going to go into the interview that i did with kathleen blake of the medieval babes talking to me about her christmas album that's called midwinter this is a six-piece choir har- female harmonies and it is it's very medieval like i'm saying sort of imagine cad file I really, really liked it. I, I even showed it to Katie Beth and she was quite impressed. So I hope you enjoy listening to Kathleen talk about the album. It was I've got my fans to thank for a lot of the songs that were on that, that midwinter album. I just put a Facebook post up saying, um, what are your favourite carols that we haven't done before? What would you like to hear the medieval babes do? And I had so many fantastic suggestions like Personant Hodier, Riri Chiu, the Wexford Carol, the Gow with Sale. Really great suggestions that wouldn't necessarily have occurred to me. So mm-hmm. that, that was a really good starting point. And then obviously I, I just listened to lots of versions of them and I tried to the babes doing them. And then I'm like, some of them are really obviously will work, you know, particularly the ones that maybe will lend themselves more to sort of the kind of modal harmonies that I write in. And then I just get on with it, really. Gosh, yes. The harmonies are so crystal clear. I mean, I was sitting thinking, even when I was singing sort of maybe three, four years ago, our choir never sounded like that. Not even in a good day. <laughs> so how many Well, I mean, I, they have done quite a lot of work on, on the recordings, you know. <laughs> It's not just, they're not all just live recordings, you know, you, you these days you've got the luxury of doing quite a lot of tweaking, you know, and I'm, I'm very perfectionist. Obviously, you know, it's when we're doing it live, you've got a whole different, you know, it might not be like as perfect as the album, you've got all that energy of live performance and the amazing settings that we're lucky enough to perform in. And what about in terms of the, the parts? How many parts is there? I could work it out. Is it, at one point it did sound as if there was maybe five or six parts. On Rio Rio Chiu. On Personet Hodier, it sounds like... Personet Hodier, there's quite a lot of parts on that, yeah. And a lot of it's like, you know, stuff doing up the, going up the octave. And, you know, with, between us, we've got a massive range. I mean, I've got an extremely low voice. And then we've got Fiona and Sophia, the sopranos, they obviously can sing very high. So it's, I'm really trying to exploit the whole range of the choir as much as possible on this album. And how difficult is it to recreate that sound when you go out on tour? Well... We do do both Person and Holly and Rio Rio Chi live. They're two of our the high points of the set, I think. I mean, obviously, we can't get every single harmony in there because there's only six of us. So I, I adapt it for, for a, live, a live setting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in terms, we're coming into cough and cold season. How, how do you all keep your voices in tip-top condition? Well, this year, I'm going to attempt to not get drunk at all and get an early <laughs> night <laughs> and not stay up with my colleagues cackling till three in the morning because that's what really does it it's the cackling that's what makes you lose your voice you know and the more you have to drink the more tempted you are to you know do that Mm -hmm. and it is a really long tour we're doing like seven gigs in a row Mm -hmm. and that is extremely puts a lot of strain on your voice so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to try and be nice and calm which is difficult because when we get together there there can be a quite a you know a delirious kind of atmosphere (laughs) that i'm sure if you've ever been on a hen night you'll know all about that you know (laughs) And what about the instruments that you use on the album? How do you get the medieval sound? Well, by using medieval instruments and folk instruments. I mean, not all of them are medieval. Some of them are, like the hurdy-gurdy, which is mm-hmm. featured particularly well on Person and Hoddy and um, Nell Nouvelle. 
that is a medieval instrument. Uh, my partner, Mike, who um, not only does he play medieval bagpipes, he actually makes them in the right. style that they used to make them back in the Middle Ages. So, so that is about as authentic as you can get, really. Mm -hmm. And then we have Charlie, who plays a range of sort of exotic and ancient sort of acoustic string instruments such as the oud which is a old it's like an arabic instrument the saz which is a turkish instrument he plays chinese lutes and plays the quattro which is a south american instrument i play five different recorders now i've got like an, a really massive recorder called a great bass which is i mean it, it's actually if you stretched it out it would be, actually be taller than me i'm not that tall but you know that's still saying something for a recorder and then i've got a really tiny one which is only about five inches long called the Gertline flatline and there's a point in the set where i actually play them both at the same time so wow. i mean that that's a reason to come to the show you know that is something to see i'm telling you three really? octaves apart both, but i always play good king wenceslas because i can play that with like one hand on each one <laughs> and is there one that you've got to constantly do as part of the set? Is there a particular favourite that fans look out for or ask you to do? Well, I think for a lot of fans, the sort of gateway track for them were Gaudete, which is the first song that we ever kind of put out as a sort of single back in 1997. So a lot of people discovered us that way. And that's obviously was made famous by a Steel Ice fan. So we, we always put that one in the set. And another one is actually the theme tune from Victoria. A lot of people discovered us from that TV show and the theme tune was really popular. It actually got um, a couple of Emmy nominations for it. So that, mm. that one is another one that people, are, they love it. It's familiar, you know, it's familiar to them. So if they've mm. never seen us before and then maybe they've heard Gaudet Tale, they've heard Victoria, it's like, oh, it's this, I know this one, you know. And then obviously there'll be some more familiar sort of Christmas carols in there, like Once and More Davis City and Deck the Halls, which are both extremely famous Christmas carols that we, we've adapted for our own sort of style. I mean, they've been written sort of after the period, if you see what I mean, but they've done and sound more medieval. Yeah, uh, well, that is my sort of speciality is I like taking sort of maybe some more modern Christmas carols and making them sound old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's incredible. That I, think, I think Deck the Horse is actually quite old. I think that's actually maybe 16th century. Oh, it's yeah. a Welsh song originally, so I think that one is actually pretty old, that one, but I think Once and Rolls maybe 19th century. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I thought that, that yeah certainly Winston Royal David City I had 18 something in my head but I could be making that up hugely and um, that was always that was always the coveted the soprano solo and that was always the coveted role that everybody was competing for you see <laughs> to, to do with the well, I mean sopranos sopranos can be rather competitive I don't know about that <laughs> I don't know about that and, and of course they tend to get tuned if they don't have the tune they've got the desk can't yeah, you got the desk camp part. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Which is yeah, it's hugely yeah. enjoyable. I mean, it's it's just the, like all the all the glory. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, all the glory. Yes. Yeah. Interestingly enough, do you find more people are interested in in choral singing now, or is there still a sort of would you say a I don't know a bit of a stigma to it that people aren't so keen? I mean, to I do think it? it's. No, I mean, I think it's, it's obviously one of the most timeless forms of expression you can have, isn't it? Because there's always been a, the human voice since we mm -hmm. humans existed. So I, think, I mean, I think that's the appeal. It's, you know, it's such a pure and like, like I said, timeless form of expression. And it's, partic it's particularly good to do in cathedrals at Christmas. It is, you know, it's lovely, yeah. Oh, it, it goes without saying that the acoustics obviously lend themselves to that, that kind of music so that's what they were designed for isn't it to like mm -hmm. ins inspiring kind of acapella plain song and all that you know that's very ancient forms of music you know we're always traditionally sang in these places and we do it with the aid of a 
a PA in a lot of the places because otherwise people at the back wouldn't hear us. But there are a few venues where we, we don't, we dispense with the PA when it's the acoustics are such that we don't need it. And that, that is also, it's a completely different atmosphere performing like that. And some, I actually prefer it in some cases. I did something through in Edinburgh a couple of years ago with John Rutter, you know, Mr. Christmas himself. And it was a come and sing. And there was just, say, there was maybe 100 sopranos, 80-odd altos, about 40 basses and five tenors. And you know that way Five we're, tenors? Five tenors, yep. And he was going round all the different parts to practice different pieces. And when he got to the tenors, he goes, just yeah. do your best. You know, we're not, we're not even yeah. working their part. Just do your best. I mean, I, 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 if I was there, I could have gone on the tenor line because I'm, I'm got, you know, I can sing alto and tenor parts, so you know, I, I could have bolstered them up a bit, you know. Yeah, five <laughs> It'd be nice tenors. as well to surround a bowl as men, wouldn't it? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always liked. I, I particularly liked hearing the male sounds. Um, obviously, soprano. We had the basses in behind us. I don't know why, but we always yeah. had the basses in behind us, and I always thought it was great. Sort of competing a bit with the bass to try and see who could make the most noise right, yeah 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 but you can't yeah. well i don't know because the tenors were always on the other side but I, I, the tenors were always slower uh, slightly less in number but yeah like i said christmas and yeah. tenors, you just felt you you are so outnumbered <laughs> we've had men singing on our albums we've had um guest male vocalists so that has been something that happens not very often. We we call them the medieval blocks and spell it B L O A K E S. <laughs> and and we do some um Mike and Ben do actually join us for a couple of songs live as well. So we, we do we do get the main voice in there sometimes, but right. obviously not too much because you know it's not the sort of brand of the band, is it? <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have to say, I showed my daughter. I was quite surprised because she's fourteen, and I wasn't sure how she would react to this. But I showed my daughter some of the videos and she's going oh I quite like that that looks really cool I think she liked the idea of oh, uh, good. You know, when it was done in the graveyard that kind of thing that clearly appealed to the sort of way oh Carol of the Bells yeah so yeah, yeah we got we got chucked out of the graveyards when we were filming that actually we got in trouble for not getting permission oh. and I was in trouble because I might have health and safety I might have fallen off a grave you know I was doing so many naughty things but luckily we'd almost finished recording then so it was fine okay so the album is called Midwinter. Is it out now? It is now. It was out last Christmas, but we're going on tour again and performing songs from it again because it's a great thing about doing a Christmas album. You can just revive it every year. That's <laughs> it. Well, yes. Good grief, Shaky yeah. Stevens does it every year. <laughs> That's great. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. I do appreciate that, Catherine. Great. Sonnet, body, egg, 
Voces puerule, laudantes jucunde, qui nobis es natus, sumo deudatus. Ede vir, 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 ede vir, 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 ede virgineo, ventre procreatus. In mundo nascitu, panes in movitu, recepi ponitu, sabulo brutorum. medieval babes i hope you really enjoyed that i certainly did mind you of course that took me back to oh a million years ago standing on the stage with the rsno chorus and the person that was brought out as our guest performer was bill McHugh of the beach grove garden do you remember bill McHugh? he had an incredible bass voice huge big big booming voice and when he started it was incredible you could feel the hairs in the back of your neck stand on just stand right up it was uh, an amazing experience 
I, I've had lots and lots of amazing experiences with choirs. They're just incredible. And I would heartily suggest that if you've got a teenager that is sitting constantly playing on an Xbox or a PlayStation, even if they really don't want to, I'd sort of get them encouraged to go and join a local choir because they can have the most amount of fun and it can open up such huge opportunities as we're going to be hearing next week from Ross Gunning, who's going to be talking to us about movies to musicals. And he's talking about the local children that he's got involved with choirs and theatre schools and the orchestra so that they can take part with some of the best, and I mean the best, on the West End stage. And it, it gives you such a level of confidence to do something like that. So we'll be hearing more about that next week. That was Kathleen Blake. That was the Medieval Babes. Their album is called Midwinter and that track was called Personate Hodi. So see the really high part, the, the, the top line. That would have been me um, a million years ago. Anyway, we are now going to move on to this week's community announcements. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. So the Scottish Government is consulting on whether to increase the minimum pricing of alcohol from 50 pence to 65 pence per unit. It also asks if minimum pricing should continue. To access the consultation, go to gov.scot.uk. That's gov.scot.uk. This year's Canvas Lang's charity calendar will be available to purchase again from Pandora's Box on Canvas Lang Main Street. The calendar is selling from the bargain price of £5, with all profits going back into the community. Last year, the calendar sales raised over £1,000. Alternatively, you can order online. However, there'll be an additional cost for post and packaging of £2. And you can visit the Canvas Lang Community Council's Facebook or Twitter pages or their website, which is canvaslangcommunitycouncilallrontogether.com, to order now. And finally, are you looking for fun and healthy ways to get those steps up? Join Healthy and Happy for their weekly walks. On Tuesdays, they meet at Glen Cairns Football Park at 4pm and walk to a local location. On Wednesdays, they meet, they meet at West and Wardlaw Hill Parish Church at 12.15 and walk to Malls Mire. To book healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash what's on. That's all of your Cam Glen announcements. We are going to be listening to some great tracks still to come. We've got Valtos, we've got Manran, and we're going to be talking about the Hooli at the Hydro that's happening this weekend. Um, got a little bit of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I'll tell you more about that later on. And of course, this week's featured artist. But let's go and join one of the people who were getting nominated in the Nitrads, which was Valtos. They're a Sky duo who makes folk with electronica they've teamed up with another group called nos who are fairly new onto the scene and both are going to be taking part in celtic connections in january this is their collaboration and it's called spearhead
ever-increasing costs, times are tricky for everyone and we know that some residents in Cam Glen might be facing another difficult Christmas. Do you know a local family needing support with Christmas gifts for their kids? Or perhaps an older isolated person who's unlikely to receive any presents? Or perhaps you or your family need this support? Go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Christmas 2023 to fill out a gift request form and we'll be in touch. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Yeah, you're listening to Cat Gibson right here in Cam Glen Radio with you all the way through until one o'clock. Coming up next time, we're going to be talking about Man Ran, the folk group that is going to be taking part in the Hooli at the Hydro this weekend. They had also st- kicked off the Natrads in Dundee. They had their special performance right at the very start of the show. And this Hooli at the Hydro is really a precursor to, of course, what's going to be happening in January when Celtic Connections kicks off. I absolutely adore Celtic Connections and I can't wait to see what Hooli at the Hydro throws up this year. So Gary Annis has basically contacted his little black book of friends and they're going along to perform some of the best in folk music. This is their version of Wild Mountain Time and proceeds are going to go to help the homeless charities within Scotland. Oh, the summertime is coming And the trees are sweetly blooming And the wild mountain time Grows around the blooming heather Well, you go, I see, go. And we'll all go together to pull wild mountain down all around the blooming heather. Well, you go, I see, go. I 
Merry Christmas from all of us at Rutherglen and Canvas Lang Food Bank. In this season of giving and joy, our community faces a challenging reality. This year, demand for our support has risen by 49%. Meanwhile, donations have fallen by 57%, impacted by poverty and inflation. The need is greater than ever. We urgently require an extra 80,000 tins of food to maintain our stocks at last year's level. You can make a difference. Please donate at all the usual points. Plus, our food bank warehouse at Rutherland Exchange will be open for donations from 10 till 12 every Monday, Wednesday and Friday throughout December. For more information or to lend a helping hand, call us on 07393-737-030. Thank you for your generosity. Now, last week, Katie Beth and I sat down to watch a live stream event. It's one of these things that I've kind of got into. I got into it during lockdown and I absolutely love them. And we've done a couple of these before. So this time it was David Mitchell and Mary Beard. And what happens is they go into a theatre down south in London and they're getting interviewed by a presenter of some some I can't even remember the presenter's name certainly not somebody I knew and they were both talking about their books but they're talking about history and they're talking about the way that the Roman senators like Julius Caesar like Nero emperors actually like Julius Caesar and Nero and Claudius and all of them and how they got to power and then we were contrasting that with David Mitchell and the medieval kings of England and he was talking about this idea of being divine right that sometimes the divine right was given to people who just did not have the ability to rule or run a country and really some of them absolutely hated it. So I thought this was great and we watched this and it was very, very funny and Mary Beard clearly enjoyed doing something with David Mitchell because obviously it wasn't quite so serious as she would normally do when she's talking about the emperors, etc. And it wasn't quite so pole-faced, if you like. It was quite sort of light and entertaining. And uh, yeah, so there you go. And they both have books out. I've got to be honest, the price of the books took my breath away at £35 each. But they both have books out as David Beard and Mary... Sorry, David Mitchell and Mary Beard. And I just thought, when we come to the end, I thought, this is a great track. This is Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world, don't they?
There you go. Everybody wants to rule the world. Coming up next then, we're going to be talking about this week's featured artist. It is called Jerry Sun and the Smoking Gun. And they have got a brand new album out called Gallus in Wonderland. And this track is called Get On Board. Cam Glenn Radio's featured artist. No, it's not. It's called Ghost in the Machine. Howling in the midnight, yeah, it'll knock you off your feet. Yeah, life's a nightmare, you can't get no sleep. They only muddy up the water and tell you that it's deep. Underneath your bed Oh, what's scratching at your back door Oh, what's going through your head I did the world already end And you've been left behind You sleep walking in a minefield Yeah, you're the last of your kind Don't I make you want to scream This week's featured artist, that was Jerry Sun and the Smoking Gun. They've got a brand new album out called Gallus in Wonderland. That track was called Ghost in the Machine. They are also going to be supporting the Renains at King Tut's on the 21st of December. So if you like that, make sure you go along and support them. Now, we have got, just let me run through today's schedule. So coming up at 2 o'clock, you've got the amazing... Amy Doherty takes over at two. Then we've got the ever popular three o'clock halfway to Borough. This is a local history programme that seems to be incredibly popular. At six o'clock, you've got Susan Lyons who plays the 
Blues, Past and Present. And that is followed by Jamie Heaney. And Jamie has got another live act coming on later on tonight. Rounded off, of course, with Jim Corbett and the Old Chart Show. So that's your lineup right here on Cam Glen Radio. The last track really I'm going to be playing you is called Now or Never and this is from Georgia Hall. Next week, like I said, I'm going to be talking to Ross Cumming all about movies to musicals that's coming in February and we'll be getting a little bit more festive. You played with my heart, we took it too far Left me now, I don't know what to do Time with my friends, won't see him again. Waiting for the love that just ain't you. If we just keep dancing, then the night goes on forever. We don't have to stop, no things can get much better. Well, that's all that there is from me this week. Let's finish with Aha. A little bit of crying in the rain. Seems very appropriate for today. Cry. 
I'm a 